Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. I'm in America. Bienvenido. Gracias. I'm so excited to be here. How was the flight? Anything crazy happened? There was an archetype of person I saw at the New York airport that I had completely forgotten about, <laughs> which is dad who wears shorts in December. Whoa. Big one. The guys who wear shorts all year long. They are a big part of this country. They might be its backbone. I think they transcend political party. What do you think is going on with them? They just have like great circulation or what? I think they don't know what style pant leg is cool. So they just stick to the shorts. I think that's part of it. The other part of it is I think they're just they drink a lot of Keystone Light and mm-hmm. eat a lot of steak and they're mm-hmm. they run hot. I think they run hot. They run hot is yeah, I think they run hot is right. And it's an interesting thought that they don't know what pants to wear. I sort of like that as a that's funny. I mean, I guess it's in a lot of ways why, like for the most part, if you see me, I've got a red nail and a red lip. Even like why I wear all black. It's just like I know that like this is I, I guess like the thing that they know is that they're proud of their calves. Yes, and they are the all black of They're the all black men. of the dads. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Do you know what else I think it might be? Hmm. And this is getting into like their vulnerability a little bit. Oh, I think okay, yeah. they feel a little insecure about maybe a, a little bit of a paunch they've developed. And oh. like you said, they're proud of the calves. They're like, let me show my thin ankles and my muscular calves because that's the wor- that's the last to go. The calves are like the calves and the forearms in weight fluctuation are always the last to go. So I think that's yeah. a, probably a big part it's of almo- it too. It's almost like a reverse belt it. Yes, they're belting their ankles. They're belting it. They're right. They're going, look here, so small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm with it. Yeah, that's a wonderful archetype. Welcome back to the U.S. I did see Shayla, the dog, in your stories. It's been mm-hmm. Oski for so long that I forgot Shayla existed. Shayla, cute as fuck, though. She and is. It's funny because I'm down here. I'm in my I'm in my parents' basement. Sorry if you hear my mother choking. Partially what I'm doing here is like cleaning out the basement. And in one of the boxes of books, look what I found. I want to send it to you or I'll just give it to you now that you're here. On talking terms with dogs. Yeah. Calming signals on talking Aww. terms. Yeah. So I just want you to know that like when I'm saying I grew up in a doggy daycare, I'm here live from the scene. I got a lot of books on doggy communication. So if you want any... We're experts. Myra's Canine Cardio for life. If anybody in the New York, New Jersey area is going on vacation and needs a place to homeboard your dog, it is a family's living room. It's not a kennel. We only take small dogs, and she has to interview you and the dog first, but highly recommend. We're great with them. We sent Oski to a doggy gulag. What's a gulag? It's like a work camp in Russia. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) We sent him to the doggy boarding school and I cried for a half hour because I was just like, he's not going to get enough attention. He's going to be sad. I was just... I was freaking out. But, you know, the reviews for this place are really, really good. And we put a down payment down and it was too late to back out. So <laughs> they're sending us pictures and he looks like he's having a great time. Aww. Some of the pictures are like action shots of him playing with other dogs and it looks like they're killing each other. And I'm like, these are the wrong pictures to send. But I know. I'm sure if they were killing each other, you wouldn't be sending them. So No, the dog park to me feels like I'm in Braveheart. Like, it just feels like everyone's like, ah! Like, the dogs yeah. seem like they're attacking each other when, in fact, they're playing. And I just, it just feels hostile. It's fraught for you. Yeah. It just feels like, when do you intervene? How do you know the difference between a dog fight and a dog play? I think when you can see the whites of their eyes, it means they're getting aggro. And if they're not wagging their tails, or if one of them is, like, oh, whimpering. Right. They're not doing performative whimpering. They're not doing guilt whimpering. They're they're actually 
her. Right. Unless they're like really kinky. Poodles. The only dogs that would have the mental ability. Poodles probably are manipulative. Otherwise, we do have one dog here. He is a mix. He was a rescue, but he technically has been diagnosed with Asperger's. But he. I was just wondering if any, if some dogs have special needs. Oh, I mean, in a rich suburb of Manhattan, uh, all yes. of the dogs are clinically evaluated, and <laughs> a lot of them have very special diagnosis. Yeah, we have one with Asperger's. We have a couple that are depressed. I mean, when we get the list of what the dog care entails, it's like, make sure he gets his Prozac three times a day. Does the one with Asperger's just, like, talk about trains a lot? How does that manifest in dogs? Well, let me tell you this. He does sleep on my dad's surge protector plugged into the wall on his pile of cords oh cute that sort of dog that sort of dog autism for you but he's a good dog the irony is he's smarter than the other dogs like he he takes hard stances against things he makes his personality very clear but i find his communication even though he's like a little bit sort of neurotic for a dog I find his communication to be more clear than the others. One time he broke his neck. He went through this phase where, like, he was, like, he he wouldn't walk on the floor. (laughs) So he would walk from, like, couch to chair to table to couch. Like, very annoying for us. But then, not at our house, he went home, and I guess he had a slip and fall. So he came back wearing a neck cast. Mm -hmm. But then he was still jumping on, like, on the top of all the furniture. And it was, it was anxiety producing. I want to talk about something else that's very American right now, which is I think the country is divided into two halves. Mm -hmm. And those two halves are the people who call Joe Biden Byron and the people that (laughs) call him Brandon. These are the new political parties. Yeah. Byron or Brandon. So I learned about Brandon last time I was home in early November because we drove past a gas station and some guy was selling signs that said, let's go Brandon. And I was like, who's Brandon? And my dad told me the whole story. It's funny that you even bring this up. I only heard about let's go Brandon last week from my psychiatrist. You have a psychiatrist? How do I get other good drugs? We don't do anything psychological. It's just literally like a drug dealer and I get everybody everything. But like, okay, okay, okay. but like. That's what our session entails. So basically, I honestly, I feel like he should be paying me because I'm basically just entertaining him for like 15 minutes. And then I'm like, just write him. He's used to talking to me from the pool office. And this was our next session. Oh my God. You talked to him about your drugs at the public pool that you had <laughs> yeah. with all the families around. And it's a gated community. Let me be, I mean, I'm just out there in a public pool with my tits out. I'm in a gated community pool. But... I'm also on FaceTime with my drug dealer psychiatrist who asks me nothing about my mental health, asks me nothing about, he just like, is like checking in. On our last call, I was kind of being upset because, you know, he FaceTimes me, I'm sitting on the street, like all bundled up and he was like, oh no, you're back in the north. And I'm like, yes, I'm miserable. And he's like, okay, well, how about this? Let's go, Brandon. And I was like, what? And he was like, okay, so there was like a game. Is he French or Romanian? He's like Romanian, like Romanian. Okay. Is he actually? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good job. That's like what he sounds like. And he's like, there was a college football player and everybody made an anti-Biden chant. Ah." And I was like, why did you tell me that? And he's like, I think you need to look it up. And I was like, okay, which I didn't. But so it's fine (laughs) that you're bringing it up. And then he was like, I can see that you are upset because you're no longer in the pool. So I'm trying to bring a smile to your face. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I feel lifted. Thank you so much. And he was like, okay, same drugs. Yeah, give me the pharmacy. And that was it. That was the whole call. Let's go, Brandon. So I don't even know what it is, but I do know that he told me the whole story after inviting me to Winter Bells on the Solstice. That's really funny. Are you going to go to Winter Bells on the Solstice? No, no. If anything, I can say COVID. I am so excited that this new variant is like worse than ever because I just need that kind of an out. I need a blanket out where it's like, look, we're not going out. We're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep rejecting you, uh, doctor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love going out. I got my booster on Monday. I mean, let me be clear. If we were going to see each other, we would go out. I love going out. I just don't love fielding uh, requests to go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me tell you about Let's Go Brandon. What is it? Why would he bring this up on our call? I don't know why he brought it up on the call. He probably doesn't like Joe Biden, but. That was the whole appointment. Yeah, that's crazy. He clearly is not a Biden fan. So there was a NASCAR race with this guy competing. His name is Brandon Brown, apparently. Okay, how the Let's Go Brandon meme made its way to the floor, NPR. If you've heard people chanting Let's Go Brandon 
you might be wondering who Brandon is and why so many people are rooting for him. In this case, the phrase isn't about supporting a guy named Brandon. It's a euphemism that many people in conservative circles are using in place of saying, fuck Joe Biden. The origins of the meme go back to October 2nd when race car driver Brandon Brown won his first NASCAR Xfinity Series race. How dystopian NASCAR (laughs) Xfinity Series. It's truly idiocracy. And was being interviewed by NBC reporter Kelly Stavast. In the background, some in the crowd can be heard chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Though the reporter says, you can hear the chants from the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. So they were saying, fuck Joe Biden. And no one knows whether she genuinely misheard them or if she was trying to be like, oh, yeah, they're saying let's go, Brandon, so that they wouldn't have to beep out the crowd and lose all the footage. I think it's pretty funny. I got to hand it to the Republicans. This is like the first (laughs) funny thing they've done. They latched on to Let's Go Brandon and now they're selling all this merch that says Let's Go Brandon. I I think it's pretty funny. Oh, it's it's hysterically funny so much so that it it came up in my uh, psychiatric appointment. You just reminded me something even funnier though, which was I remember now his entry into the conversation. Sarah, do you know what gaslighting is? And I was like, yeah, it's like when you make someone seem crazy on purpose, right? And he's like, well, let me tell you a story about Brandon. So that's how we entered the conversation. And that I remember now after, because the whole thing didn't make sense to me. I didn't even clock it as something to repeat ever. So that's why when you're like, we should talk about this. I'm like, whoa, I have perfect timing. Just talked to my doctor who brought it up. But he was like, the question is, is that woman, is the reporter gaslighting Brandon is what he wanted to discuss on the call. So we had a discussion about whether or not the reporter was gaslighting. I don't think she was (laughs) gaslighting. I said to the doctor, whether she was lying or telling the truth about what she thought she heard, either way, I don't think it's gaslighting. Agreed. And And I think the doctor's super conservative. Isn't it so everything, which is like super conservative, but obviously super lib, like not in terms of politics, but like he's just giving me whatever I fucking ask for. And he's flirting with me on the calls. And that's the whole thing. To know about gaslighting and to be into the let's go Brandon thing. That's a very small Venn diagram. Yep. Oh my God. I love that. Like, I really love that. That is a new archetype of person. (laughs) The super conservative psychiatrist who's sent sensitive about gaslighting but also hates joe biden and is wrong about what gaslighting is like yeah that's why like i i didn't remember until you just said that but like yeah that was actually how he brought it up like what is your definition of gaslighting and i was like um and then he was like well the question is is this guy brandon being gaslighted by the reporter and i was like what like no and, and then he was chanting and they go let's go brand and he's like you should get a shirt you should get a shirt and i'm like whatever man just write my prescriptions i'll see you later <laughs> that's ridiculous it's really really funny he's he's an incredible character yeah. yeah i gotta say i think as far as republicans insulting biden and insulting the libs i think this is a step in a really jovial all in good fun direction don't jovial. you yeah i do okay so then does the credit go to the reporter not for gaslighting brandon but for flipping and reverse yeah like is she the writer of the meme? No, I think the people who turned it into a meme are the ones who. But she's the get one the originally credit. that was like, "Whoa, they're saying, let me listen, let's go, Brandon, right?" So like, there was like a creative impetus on her part to do a little edit on the chant. I don't think she did it on purpose. I have to say, as a journalist myself, I don't think there's any point in that because you know, there's just like so who she cares? literally was just on the field. She's got her headphones on. She's mic'd up. It's loud she's talking to a guy named brandon about his big win and assumes that yeah let's go brandon okay that's so awesome i really yeah i love this for america i I love it too i'm also like fed up with joe biden he's not canceling student debt he's not doing anything no democrats are not they are completely useless they've done nothing i mean that's whole thing like i get in these heated debates with my dad my parents are staunch democrats and my father loves hating the democrats right now But this is like where America is also stuck because he like loves ripping apart how the Democrats are doing everything wrong and they're not helping and they're fucked up and they're even worse than we were. But then it's like, okay, so I'm like, is it an apocalypse? It, what, it, what's the new the new party system? Is it going to be the moon party? Come to the moon. Right. Join what's the moon the move, party. Right? And, and he's like, no, no, no. And then it's like, so there's just no hope? What do you mean? Like, well, even my therapist, it's just like, it's like all the adults that have been smart my whole life who have opinions on like authority or healing or anything that really matters seem to have no hope 
Yeah. Well, I don't, I think they just have a faith in the system that yeah, 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 yeah. That's we right. don't have. Like, we yeah, are lame We are going to defend the barricade. We're, and we're the people singing, and you should leave a review of the cast. <laughs> exactly. And then, yeah, I, I mean, we have, we have to have, something new has to happen. It's the same thing happening in the UK as well. Like, everyone agrees that Boris Johnson and his government are complete idiots, and there is really no viable alternative because the ones on the left are seemingly useless as well. So it's doesn't Boris Johnson seem like almost like a perfect, like Rocky and Bullwinkle villain. Yes. That's like what he is, right? Like he's like a cartoonish villain. Do you know? No one knows how many kids he has. How many kids does he have? At least seven. That's what the newspapers usually say from, from the same wife, all different ladies so, so he's a bit of a tristan thompson yeah bit and of, nobody bit knows of a, bit of a nick cannon if you will yeah and there could be others whoa is he married yeah he is now and he's but he's like just, a sex maniac they just had their second kid well okay so this brings me to one thing that okay so you were we were talking right before this just sort of saying what should we talk about today we were like we, we exhausted tristan i do want to say though because it came up with boris and with nick cannon etc that the thing that i said i sent you earlier in the week i want to just make this hot take hear me out mm-hmm. i think that tristan has a breeding fetish even if he's asking the woman to get abortions at the end of the day i think he likes dumping his load in women and in a sort of like uh will i won't i get pregnant way since you told me about this i have thought about it every day unfortunately <laughs> and applied it to so many people that i can think of can you please tell the people if they have not heard it? you can google it but what did you take as don't google it don't okay google don't google it. molly will, molly will tell you right now but we do think you should leave a review of the space trash podcast five stars and so tell us what breeding fetish is based on what i sent you and how has it come up in your life this week that's so funny i didn't click on it because i didn't want to destroy all my algorithms ah! with breeding <laughs> fetish and now that i'm saying it out loud and my phone is listening the damage is done it's over does he mention guess- nootropics oh also do you i said i thought i think I think Molly could take some nootropics and we could get him as a sponsor. Desi works for a family that has nootropics that make her feel like she's on Adderall. I said, send them to Molly. We're their new sponsor. Oh, I need them. I need that. Yeah. Thank yeah, yeah, you, okay. Desi, please. Uh, what, you yeah, know what they're I, called? You know what the company's called? What? I think it's called Man Sports. I love Man Sports. Okay, so there we go. I do them every that's day. Your, that's your first sponsorship. You're welcome, you guys. Send us the stuff. Molly, they don't sell anything good in the UK. So please, farmer her up with nootropics. They really they don't even sell real clothes dryers in the uk it's absurd yeah it takes three business days to do a load of laundry no of course you had piles of laundry in your house exactly oh my god blame me that's criminal and now my house is spotless by the way i left it spotless i went i cleaned all week long but anyway breeding fetish you told me is when you just have sex without protection and roll the dice every time yeah it's like every time you have sex you get off on the idea that you might be like creating you know creating a baby in this woman have you ever felt that way as a recipient? I, I mean, I've definitely gotten off on like dump your load in me for sure. Yeah. But never to be like, <laughs> I want to be pregnant after this. Do you know what I mean? But I don't really use condoms, but I do like time. Well, that's not smart. Well, I'm not that smart. I mean, I I, I feel <laughs> rhythmically. I mean, it's funny though, because I'm like, I've never gotten pregnant. It's like, yeah, but for a string of like three years, I took a plan B at least once a month every time I might have been ovulating. So like, I don't know if I have a breeding fetish as much as i have a even if you breed me i'm killing it before we even get this conversation started fetish if anything but yeah breeding fetish is just when you're like i might get her pregnant i might get her pregnant and that's right i think there's a difference between being lazy with birth control and now three times in a row randomly getting someone pregnant well and there's gonna be more that come out of the woodwork like that's the thing right. it's not just like okay yeah i had the one affair and then i did cheat that time it's like oh no 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 Right. So, you know, Prince Albert of Monaco, this is why it also came up with me. There were a lot of celebrities I was thinking breeding fetish, breeding fetish, but Prince Albert of Monaco is a big one. So I don't know if people know this right now, Princess Charlene, which is who is that? The first Princess Charlene in human history. Oh my gosh. She's from South Africa. She was an Olympic athlete and she's gorgeous, stunning woman. She married Prince Albert of Monaco. Monaco is 
a principality that is smaller than Central Park and they have a royal family. I feel like Monaco has a very like romantic like when I think of Monaco, like the coast of Monaco, I do think of old black and white like Marilyn Monroe movies for some reason. That's because Grace Kelly married Oh, that is why I think of Grace Kelly. Yeah. It used to be just sort of like a seedy little weird casino town. It was like, imagine if Atlantic City was its own like principality (laughs) and had and had a royal family that was monaco wow that's so fucking funny to think about actually that's a musical too atlantic city the nation yeah and grace kelly married into the royal family it's so good it gave them a huge pr boost so they had three kids their two daughters are a hot mess one of them got married to two of her bodyguards both lasted under a year then Whoa. she joined the circus and married an acrobat. This is a princess. Okay, I love her. Yeah, and like, she's gorgeous because she looks like Grace Kelly. A hilarious track record. I actually respect this deeply. Right. So then the son, Albert of Monaco, he is the heir to the throne. And he's married to this woman, Charlene Whitstock, who again is gorgeous. But as they were about to get married, first there was one illegitimate child who had come out of the woodwork. And he's actually biracial. He had sex with a woman from Togo, West Africa. They had a child, but he's not recognized. He should be the heir to the throne. But because they're not married, he's not recognized. Archie wishes. So that's the one love child. Then when Charlene and Albert were about to to get married another love child came out of the woodwork she's from southern california her name's jasmine she's been officially recognized too but she's also still not viable for the throne but charlene tried to run away from their wedding and they wouldn't give up the passport it's like megan you don't even know what kind of crazy royal families are out there in the so, context of new jersey these names are so good charlene and jasmine yeah. charlene and jasmine from atlantic city is like so true all i can i know them i know I can see them. I can feel them. So now there's an there's a third who's claiming that he's their dad. So Charlene suddenly a few months ago fell sick with a sinus infection and said, I have to go to South Africa to get treated for this sinus infection. And it's like, okay, sure. And it's like, clearly, she's just furious at her husband for having three now children out of wedlock. So She's been in South Africa for months. She's been posting these really troubling Instagram photos where she looks completely emaciated. Oh, shit. And and it's sad. It's like, what's going on with her? They have twins and she hasn't, and they're like five years old and she hasn't seen them really in months. They went down, they visited her in South Africa once or twice. And so anyway, long story short, that guy's got a breeding fetish. Nick Cannon's another example where R.I.P. Nick Cannon's five-month-old baby. One I of know, his. That's that, so I don't want to bring it up because it's a comedy cast, and where I'm gonna R.I.P. Yeah. But when you have thirteen, it is a little bit like why you have so many kids, dude. And two of them are Mariah Carey's. How fucking crazy is that? I would like to see the charts of Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon together sometime, only because what 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 was that? I know. I think. Well, I think Mariah probably was just like, I want to have kids with someone who's not going to try to control my life. And and he's like, nah, don't worry about it. I actually have kids everywhere. It, this is a, a blip on my radar, but good for the brand. He didn't have other kids yet. At that time? That, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. So this is Carrie's twins are his first children? Right. That's what's okay, so weird. It's that like, is interesting. Dude, you already hit the jackpot of baby mamas. Why are you even continuing? Oh, my God. You know what the thought I just... Okay, what if he's actually, like like responding this is just a scenario you know thinking theater but like what if it's like he's so hurt or 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 like uh threatened by mariah's lack of a need for him like what he really just would have wanted was to be the dad the you know what todd was saying the king of the castle or whatever and be the husband of mariah with his nuclear family but she was like um but i'm mariah and so his like his his act out his rebellion is being like fine i don't even have time to care about our family yeah, I guess that could be it. It's sad. It just, that would that to me makes sense only because then it's like, oh, he's sensitive. Yeah. I mean, for some reason, I feel like I don't this. I'm basing this on literally nothing. Mm-hmm. But Nick Cannon is the <laughs> only one of these people who I feel like he's probably a good dad to all those kids, even though there's no time. Now, that's good branding on Wild and Out's part. Yeah. Yeah. But like Straight the, up. the Prince of Monaco you know deadbeat he's he does he poses with his kids on red carpets and stuff but even and like i said even though they're illegitimate like but so he's like yeah these are my kids but they're not in line for the throne because i didn't marry their moms and it's like that's so messed up 
Well, it's everything, especially like as the dicks get smaller, the, the people's security diminishes. Insecure hot people is a thing. We talked about it on Psycho Sunday earlier. It's like, I feel like it isn't about anything but it's like having a like like it's like when i was in philly when there were those batmobile cars driving around mm-hmm. and it's like wow it's all it's again like a walking wound like there's just sort of this like hollowness to it where it's like oh man you know you are out of reality a little bit because like you're a bad dad even yeah. if you're a great dad even if you're a great dad Sorry, I, I just smoked that joint. Now I'm like, what was I fucking talking about? But I do think Nick Cannon, I don't know. Can you be a good, it just depends on what your definition of dad is and what the kid is being promised. Like, I think yeah. expectations is sort of like the name of the game. To me, Nick Cannon is such a random one from Mariah. I'm curious. Oh, this is what I wanted to say, though. Thoughts on a special episode comparing the charts of pop dads we hypothesize could be breeders. Yeah, that could be something. Like, I want to look at, like, the the... Prince of Monaco, Nick Cannon, and Tristan Thompson together. Yeah, that would be, that could be fun. That could be fun. Because I I also think, yeah, like with Prince Albert, his three sets of children are literally on three different continents. Right. Like he, how, yes, you can be a good dad in terms of like, I'm here for you in, in whatever way you can be. But in general, like there's, if quality time is one of your love languages, there's just no way. Right. Molly I've never lost a whole of... day. Molly lost a whole day going from one place to the other. Right. And I've never heard someone say, you know what? My dad wasn't around growing up, but he sent my mom money. So I'm okay with it. No one ever says <laughs> right. that. Do you remember in the nineties, every other movie had a storyline of a dad who works too much? Yes. I always thought that was really stupid because a lot of the time my dad was working too much and couldn't come to our like soccer games or recitals or whatever. And I was like, I know this is not fun to watch and this is bullshit (laughs) and like he's working so that we have a house. So like I, it never ever bothered me if my dad didn't come to stuff. I love that it didn't bother you because you're like, I know this is bad. It's like, yeah, I, I was like, when I first started improv, at one point, my boyfriend and I got in a fight because he was like, I don't want to see another fucking Fuego show or whatever. Like, I don't maybe see another fucking improv show. I was like, wow, I'm so fucking sorry. Like, you're right. Yeah. You're fucking it's- right. Like, wow, my bad. I can't believe I my expectation was that you were going to sit through. I mean, right. And those are adults. Right. Like, I was like, I know that this school pageant is hack. I, I got it. <laughs> you know, like. You don't need to see it. Dude, I lost a friend during this pandemic because she kept sending content of her bizarre fiance's untalented kids to the group chat. Mm. It's like, dude, this is wasting my fucking... I was furious that there was like a response required. It's like, Did you like confront her over this? Yeah. Well, it came out... I didn't confront her. I do what I always do, which I just like watch and listen, watch and listen, watch and listen. And then eventually, when there is some kind of a conflict, it becomes like punchline ammo, you know? Mm. So it definitely came out, but it was displaced. I need to get on stage, you know? But also, whatever. But but yeah, like I basically, yeah, I said to her, like, I don't think you know who you're talking to. Like, I mean, not only was I a fucking expert backyard kid, TBH, I did post it on the, on the grid, okay? Uh, I really was a wonderful theatrical director of my siblings when I was a youth. So mm-hmm. if you want to send kid content, I'm doing fucking choreography and I'm choreographing for the specific player at hand, my cousins, okay? But, and Luke Armour, my brother, so fucking good. I'm, I, I completely shamed him for being, you know, I was threatened. Anyway... <laughs> The bottom line is, bleep, can't even fucking hula hoop. You know what I mean? She's not doing yeah. the Macarena right. Don't fucking send me another trying the Macarena. This is so stupid and boring. I don't want to see her hit her head on another fucking limbo stick if you're not going to be funny about it. You know, it was just like, because how do you respond to that? Are you someone? supposed to say, wow, what a dumbass? I think she wanted us to be like, aww. Or like, yeah. look at you, super stepmom. It's bad. It's like those comics that get on stage and just tell stories of funny things their kids have said to them. Right. I mean, that's part of why I stopped doing mom material because I was like, oh, am I literally just repeating my mother? Like, this is not like, this isn't creative. Yeah. Like, it's something. Bake it into something, or it's like, even with impressions, it's like, don't just go come do your impression, bake it in. Yeah. It's some, it's, yeah, it's a slippery slope. I just want to touch on Byron because. Oh, yeah. What's the, okay. So Molly first was like, let's talk about Brandon Brown. Here's the clip. And I was like, oh, this is what the psychiatrist was talking about. Then she sent me another series of clips, which was a bunch of, what would you call video memes? Vemes? It's okay. So there's this TikTok account, which is 
a hundred percent the best one right now to follow. It's called Side Talk NYC. I'm sure they're on Instagram as well. It seems like it's a collective of these guys who just walk around New York talking to people. It's not really like Billy on the street because it just encapsulates the psychosis of New York City. Like wow. there's this one where he's just <laughs> walking around Coney Island and talking to these random guys. Okay. And this one guy, he's like, what do you want to say? And the guy's like, Ariana Grande, what's up? And it's like, what? None of it makes sense. It's like complete non sequiturs, but it's like the most New York thing ever. So there's this one guy on there who's always walking around shirtless and he always calls Joe Biden, Joe Byron. Oh, so it's him every time. This is sort of his shtick. Right, but it's turned into a meme now. <laughs> so like everyone who's on the left now is saying Byron and everyone who's on the right. Wait, They're assuming just... that he's a Democrat. Yeah, th I think the side talk NYC guys are Democrats for sure. Yeah, but they didn't invent Byron. So the guy who says it, he's just a <laughs> he's just a guy walking around with no shirt on in New York. A lot of side okay. talk is outer boroughs because it's like Billy on the street is like Midtown mm -hmm. and side talk is a lot of outer boroughs and it's just more like real New Yorkers, I would say, because Billy on the street is more love. You can tell Billy on the street gets a lot of transplants and out of towners. So half the people basically on the Internet are calling Biden Brandon right now. Those are the Republicans. The other half are calling him <laughs> Byron. Those are the Democrats because and they're really like the socialists. I would say they're people who are more left. Sarah just hung up. She's gone. I am the host now, it says. Oh my God. Sarah smoked too much weed and her table fell apart. Well, okay, no. It, it is a funny sort of grouping of events that took place. Like, I did just smoke that little joint and then the table collapsed. But it's more a, this is an outdoor table I just brought in and, it, you know, it's movable furniture. So my knee hit the thing and then it was like, like it just, oh, it, it, fo it, buckled, it folded yeah. up for the car. It folded up for the car. Soccer dad table. The soccer dads are the only people that are still saying Biden. I think this is the, <laughs> I think I think this is the crux of it. And I they're think, wearing shorts. Yeah. It's the extreme right that are saying Brandon. It's the more left that are saying Byron. And then <laughs> everyone in the center is saying Biden. So this is the new litmus test. Wow. For for who people support. So I need everyone to watch the Side Talk NYC <laughs> videos because they're really, really funny. It's just people like in the street of New York just having the best time ever. And it's really fun. The the guy says, he says, what do you want to say to Joe Byron? And the shirtless guy goes, sup, baby? Take me out to dinner. It just makes no sense and it's really funny. So that was my whole point with that. No one's calling him Biden anymore. We've got these two competing factions. I just find it really interesting. So your dad is a Brandon and your mom is a Byron. I think my mom... She's more of a Biden now, but she would have been a Byron in her day. And that's where our mothers and I and you and your mother, might, that's where we're having problems. Exactly, exactly. I showed her that... And I was like, isn't it funny all of like half of the country's calling him Brandon, half's calling him Byron. And she was like, well, if Republicans saw the Byron video, they would use that as ammo against New York City. They'd be like, oh, all these people are terrible walking around in New York. And I was like, yeah, that's probably true. And that's why I hate them. Why do you think everyone is calling him these different fake names? Is it because we never see him in public? He's a cipher. So we're having to sort of put these identities on him. Yeah, I think he's like the ghost of presidents past. He's a living ghost mm -hmm. and he's sort of haunting the White House. I mean, even his chart is living ghost energy. He is a super 12th house Scorpio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
you know, interesting enough, I'm I'm doing live reading of Julia Solomon, who will be on the next Moonule on Sunday, the 19th, come through. She's all Scorpio 12th house too. It's like he's sort of driven by unconscious demons that are haunting him. He's had so much death in his life. Right. That's the whole thing. It's like he lived out the chart of somebody who came here to live out haunted, haunted, period. Yeah, and he's haunted like, by his son doing crack. Right, he's haunted by everything. And as a result, he is haunting. He has a mm-hmm. haunting presence, which I think to the American public on some level, maybe this is just me, but like I get where he was hot. Like kind of an underdog, wasn't always, he, he ran for president so many times, like oh. had a lot of, like he, he was a babe. He was hot, right? Like he looked great. All the tragedies, all the trauma, there's something sort of, wow, he's so vulnerable about it. Like this is so painful and he's still leading and he's still showing up and running for president again or running for whatever. He really like has integrity of purpose. Like this is what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. But his chart is, it's bigger than him. He's he's being possessed on some level. Astrologically, his spiritual presence is that of someone who is being driven by the three stepbrothers in Casper the Friendly Ghost. Okay, yeah. I think that makes sense. And I think that explains why we can't pin him down. We never yep. can pin him down. Yep. Like where Bernie, you go back at Bernie's track record and he's been saying the same thing and beating the same drum for 40 years. He, You look back at his voting record and he's never gone wrong ever mm-hmm. and biden flip-flops constantly he like didn't support gay marriage until recently so it's he is okay so voice. actually he's fucking perfect though because he's sort of like reverse trump in a way where trump was showing us the sort of dark underside of the system of like what's sort of being hidden or not said or not spoken mm-hmm. biden is actually a caricature of the system yes he is definitely you see what i'm saying very... like he's he's a fossil he's he's showing us ourselves in the same way that trump did but from a totally even more kind of weird perspective because it's like wow it is just a business and, and it, it's, it's all succession it's all fucking succession that's why succession is so good right now because it's like wow this is sort of everything the power structure in the united states anybody with that much money is doing exactly this that's why it's so good yeah well we figured out the byron versus brandon thing okay do you think that we should be by or by i like byron i'm on the byron side i'm on the side of people that call him byron this is so the like capricorn sun versus capricorn moon like you're ultimately like dude, we're not having that many Instagrams. Like, pick one of them, and, like, that's not the whole brand. Whereas I'm like, let's make an Instagram for Bivon. Let's join the trend. But this answers your question. You said, why is this all happening right now? Why is this coming out right now astrologically? Because we are coming up upon a very sacred lunation, okay? It is the last full moon. It's the last lunation of this Gregorian calendar year, and it's in Gemini, which is where the North Node and the South Node have been traveling and are about to end their journey in. It's almost poetic in that way where it's a culmination. The moon is at 27 degrees Gemini. The sun is at 27 degrees Sagittarius, which, by the way, is the galactic center. It is the center of our gravitational universe right now, and it is what is pulling the energy towards it, which is just a nice little note about what we're seeing, getting kind of burnt to a crisp in the public eye. Pop, Uranus, famous, perfect. The moon is in Gemini, the North Node is about to switch into Taurus. The South Node is about to switch into Scorpio, setting us on a whole new two-year eclipse cycle where fate will then have its way with us, which is what we've been going through for the last year and a half in Sagittarius and Gemini. So it's almost like as the North Node, the, the fate of the collective is at the very basic, the first degree of Gemini. And the full moon is sort of showing us the underside of all the Gemini things, our local community, the people we talk with, the words we use, how we communicate, how curious are we about each other? How how much do we interact as a collective, as a neighborhood? Who's our quarpod, right? Yeah. So this is as juvenile as it gets, which is that we have nicknames for things that are ultimately too complicated for the adults to even tackle in terms of dismantling and rebuilding a system. Mr. Big got accused of sexually assaulting two different women. Big claims coming out of the media today. Not only did Mr. Big die in Texas City, but he's about to die IRL. What are the claims? What did they say he did? Basically, both of them a decade apart say, and it's been corroborated by medical records and stuff like that. They were in communication with him, like flirting. And then when they went to his house, he forced himself on them. And one of them went to like a rape crisis center the next day and there's a record of it. And like the other one never met up with them again whoa. so so the question is did they know this was coming out and that's why they killed him off whoa you I don't are think- so media savvy 
I don't think so because there were no, so many so. pictures of him and SJP like mugging for the cameras together. I don't think so at all. And I think this is where we must step back and witness the grand. I mean, it's it's cosmic perfection is what it is. Because even now, just quickly, I looked up Chris's chart and mm-hmm. he's a Scorpio sun, Gemini moon. And the degree of the full moon is on his moon. Whoa. Whoa, actually. And the sun is in Scorpio, which is what I just said. Fate, on December 23rd, the nodes, after being there for the last 18 months, are going to change storylines, right? So every time the nodes are in a sign, which is for about 18 months, and in your chart, you can see it too, it's sort of telling you the hero's journey of the moment, if you will. And the nodes are the only part of the astrological chart that we read clockwise. So they, instead of like the sun, which grows in degree, right? I'm a 27 degree Cancer. You're a 10 degree Capricorn, right? It's time. The nodes go backwards. So they start at 29 and then go to 28 to 27. And now, so so a year and a half ago, the nodes shifted into the storyline of who are you? I'm Molly. I'm Sarah. We're talking. What do we mean when we say words? Who are our peers? How do we act when there's not enough toilet paper, etc. right? Mm-hmm. COVID, basically. And we're finishing that cycle. And the north node is about to move into Taurus. And the south node is about to move into Scorpio. What is Scorpio? The hidden truth. I don't hate right. them, but... It's... Well, the, the issue with New York is that it's it is actually dumber than it than it appears to be. Like it has a lot of prestige. Like New York has a lot of power, has a lot of prestige. It's glam. It's historical. It's the coolest. It's just the coolest. And yet, in a sort of ancient Rome sort of way, where it's like, yeah, but. Did you see Gladiator? Kind of fucked up stuff going on. Not going to last. And like New York is now in a place where so many of the people with power, that again, succession, so many of the people with power didn't build the thing, aren't motivated to build the thing. So they just actually are trying to just keep the Titanic from sinking. That's the whole thing. So it's really dumb people who have a lot of power. And I'm right. not saying that, that if you're a power person that you're dumb, but both Cuomo's going down also two Scorpios. What I'm telling you is that the fate of the collective, the South Node, what's being drained, what is going to past life come up to catch our karma. South Node is your karma is starting in Scorpio at the 29th degree on December 23rd. And so all of the behind closed doors things or wherever Scorpio is in your chart is go. I mean, even for me, I'm panicking because I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to cre- establish some routines, which is like one of my least favorite things. Dare I be more productive? I could actually be, you know? Yeah. I know that that's what's going to come up for me. It's like, no, you don't get to just wading through the the chaos and, and surviving on, you know, there's sort of, I'm not, I don't have like a breeding fetish, but I do have like a- You have a chaos. To, you have a chaos. I, I enjoy the, I like to improvise. I love yeah. to improvise. It's truly my favorite thing. So like the bottom line is, again, maybe this is why I'm such a fucking renegade. This is why first degree of Gemini, who do I want to be remembered as by my community? I think we need to make a campaign for Byvon, like the Moon Yule, where people that are Brandons and Byrons can come together and just have like a different conversation, the Byvon conversations. And we should let Byvons be Vivons and so on and so on. We are redefining our language in the next few weeks, right before Christmas. Venus is about to go retrograde. So I'm really glad you got your hair done before Venus goes retrograde. That's really good cosmic intuition on your part. Oh, good. That's why it looks so good. It looks great. This is my baby hair color I was born with. Cute as a button and sexy as hell. To have that kind of combination, that's Vivon. We all need to be Vivons is the end of the day and come to the moon yule. We can't invent a new one. Ben Affleck is putting his foot in his mouth as he decided to go on Howard Stern and say that he became an alcoholic because he felt trapped in his marriage to Jennifer Garner. And this is the woman who drove his ass to rehab after they already got a divorce. Like, what an idiot. Why is anyone going on Howard Stern, first of all? It's paywalled. What's the point? Second of all, they always say stupid things. He says, I was like, I can't leave because of my kids, but I'm not happy. What do I do? What I did was drink a bottle of scotch and fall asleep on the couch, which turned out not to be the solution. Like, you're a dirtbag. Okay, so I don't think it's that bad. I think it's the truth. And I don't think he says anything about her. I think we all know the feeling of being trapped in a relate. I was trapped in a relationship with James. I love him so much. And I had a wonderful relationship. I did eventually have to leave because I wasn't happy and I felt trapped. And it has nothing to do with him or who he is as a person. You know what I'm saying? It's like he didn't say anything about her. Um, and he, he, said and, he felt trapped in his marriage. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with her. And they got divorced. Of course he did. Like, yeah, I guess. That's where it's like, like. <sighs> 
Okay, but so what he says, computers yes, talking? yes, Ben is trying to do damage control after his big flub on the Howard Stern show. But here's the thing. He is telling the truth. First of all, he says it's a two-hour interview. They're pulling out clips. Nobody listened to the whole interview. And you and I both probably didn't. Did you? I did not. No, because it's paywalled. I would love to listen. The bottom line is, he's right. We didn't listen to the whole episode. It's not in context. We are judging him. And he didn't say anything about her. It is not vi- I, I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about this where someone thinks that I violate our privacy and I think he's dimming my light I'm not saying anything that personal about him but I am going to speak on my life experience it could be broad general or even fictionalized I'm saying I'm doing entertainment content it's comedy so like I don't feel that I'm violating any sort of trust whereas he feels like we agreed not to talk about this, right? But it's like, for Ben to have an opinion on marriage, and especially his marriage, it has nothing to do with Jen. He's not making a... She was a nightmare. She was breathing down my neck. If anything, he's been nothing but complimentary to her. I think they have an awesome relationship. I love that they're both Jen. And he's Ben. Just the ball and testes. Fucking perfect. I think it's great. I think... Ball and testes! (laughs) Ben and a Jen and a Jen. Oh my god. (laughs) And then, Lopez put out the the word to page six that she was not happy happy about his remarks. A source tells Page Six that Jennifer Lopez is also upset. She is not happy with the chat. Lopez is pissed, said our source. She's getting pulled into this because she's dating him. She doesn't want to be dragged into this. Uh, what? She's dragging us into her relationship every time they do a pap walk. She has met Jennifer Garner. She's trying to get to know her and Ben's kids. It's reckless and cavalier of him. This is what the source said. So this is where, based on what you have taught me about how sources work, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of those things where, like, you know, locker room right at the end of the day molly go say this go say to spencer that ba 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 yeah so you know what i'm saying jen doesn't give a fuck he didn't say anything about i i she loves him okay she's gonna defend him but she knows especially because of the way that i, I think she has a lot of integrity i think she's built a business and a brand on really being a, like a big-hearted person Like, that's sort of like that big Leo Jenny from the block. Like, I'm still me. I got a big heart. I'm like, I feel for everyone. I get along with everyone. I'm just jumping from relationship to relationship to know myself, which is true. And I think... She's just like the people. It's it's almost like like Hillary style or like politician style when they're like, oh, that polled well, put out a comment. Right. She's just sending her friend in to do recon so that she continues to poll well in the social conversation. Yeah, exactly. Of course. And it makes sense because it would suck if people because people are going to blame the woman. They're going to say, oh, that's because J-Lo is poisoning his brain against his ex, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I, I get why she released that. Did you listen to the clips? I didn't listen to the whole interview, but when I sent you that link, did you listen to the clips of the interview? No. Joy Behar cut some of them out on whatever, The View, whatever she's on. The reason I didn't listen to the whole thing is I was triggered by, it wasn't that he was like mumbling, maybe it was slurring. It was like every word ran into the next word. I I couldn't believe the way his voice sounded was so, that now that I'm thinking it might've been on 2X, so I should go back and listen. But yeah. but either way, if I thought it was slurred, what, what he sounded drunk to me. So I was also Weird. kind of thinking, you know, he and Jen are both Scorpio moons. Again, this is the last conversation before we get into now that you're really actually partnered with these people. What's really going on? You know, decide who you want to have access to you and who you don't. And, you know, not to be separation consciousness oriented. I'm Byvon, not Byron or Brandon. I'm, we are one, we are Byvon. But mm-hmm. it's like, use your energy consciously and responsibly and really be careful about who you let do. That, Geese Lane, Geese Lane. There's so, Scorpio is getting, there's like a, there's like a volcano, like right before the volcano, right before you get a pimple. It's like, it does hurt, but there's nothing there. Mm, you know, it's, that's what's about to hit. And we're just getting the previews with all the hot men in media. No shit. Media and politics. The power men are taking advantage of it. Oh, no shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's all fucking beautiful. How are you like this after smoking weed? I am catatonic after I smoke a joint. One hit, and I forget what year it is. Let's call them New Tropics. Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall in Succession, just did an interview with The New Yorker. And it was, I mean, this was a couple weeks ago, but it was wild. The headline really says it all, Mm because the headline is, on Succession, Jeremy Strong doesn't get the joke. And 
it's got all these quotes from all of his coworkers, his castmates. They're all just like, yeah, he takes things a little too seriously. He's a little bit nuts. There's one part that I really liked where him and Kieran Culkin, who plays Roman, he says to him like, oh, this is a drama. And Kieran's like, no, I actually think it's a comedy. And Kendall's like, what do you mean? How could it possibly be a comedy? Well, it's funny too, because they also said a really, there was a really similar uh, exchange between them later in the article too where it just reminds it's like the exact same it's like beat two right because it's like uh, Kieran was saying that like being in scenes with Jeremy Strong or after they would do a scene Jeremy Strong would say to Kieran and Jeremy Jeremy Strong refuses to rehearse so every right. take is his first take he wants it to be he's a quote unquote method actor so everything is in the moment and he says he's not a method actor he says if I have any method at all, it is simply this, to clear away anything that is not the character and the circumstances okay, of the scene. Okay, that's dumb as shit. That's what method acting is. This is the yeah, only yeah. time that I'm critical of him, actually. Thank you for pointing that out to me, because otherwise I was about to defend him. In a, in a, I, I want to talk it out with you. But, well, this uh, is like when I used to interview influencers all the time, and we would just send them these softball questions because they, <laughs> they didn't want to do anything. And we would say, what's one of your favorite trends for the next season? And they would say, I don't, I don't do trends. And I was like, okay, well, it's, it's November, 2015. And you're wearing a black choker in every photo. Like that's a trend. You're doing a trend. You're doing every trend. What do you, <laughs> right. what do you mean? You're not doing the trends. You are marketing. That's, that's your whole that's job marketing. is marketing. The job is to be a marketing person. Yeah. There's a lack of awareness. Jeremy Strong is in, I just, his chart's really interesting. First of all, guess his sun sign. Virgo. That's his moon sign, but how good are you? Mm-hmm. What's his sun what sign? What is it? What Capricorn. is it? Capricorn. Capricorn, baby. Of course. Yeah. Capricorn and Virgo together is way, way, way oh, too Oh, wait, much. wait, wait. Hold on one second. I apologize. I apologize. This is even more breaking. Update, update. Even better chart information. Okay. Um, I was looking at, so I'm not on my software. I was looking, because I just Googled it real quick. I was looking at the wrong thing. His Saturn is in Virgo, but his sun is in Capricorn. Guess where his moon is? Psycho. Scorpio. Knew it. Wow. And it's like everyone that we've brought up so far accidentally Right, and it's because yeah. Venus, right? Venus and Pluto are conjunct right now, meaning the underworld, the Scorpio planet, is with Venus, sort of the goddess planet, the the feminine. Okay, that's why. All, and then the nodes are about to shift before we get in bed with anybody. Make sure you believe. Make sure what you, make sure you're saying what you believe. If you are not saying what you believe. Or if you're spending too much time saying what you fear or saying things that are not authentic, when the Scorpio nodes shift, you fucked. Why I'm really excited to partner with you, Ma, one of the reasons is that your Mars is in Scorpio and your moon is in Taurus, which mm. means that as the nodes move past your Mars, your drive, your, your you have your Mars in Scorpio in the Scorpio 8th house. So your divine masculine, your Scorpio side is so hidden Hmm. That that you, like, you are maniacal. You do know what you're doing, but you're driven by, like, very psychic impulses. Also because your Venus is in the 12th house in Aquarius. So, like, you're a Capricorn sun. You're a Taurus moon. So you're like, ultimately, I just want to look good and have money. Fair. And I'll do mm -hmm. the work to get it. Cool. But when it comes to your, like, inner erotic sort of, like, masculine feminine nature, it is... You're actually being honest. You're really authentic. And there is a part of you that on an intuitive level knows what you're doing. That's also part of why even in public you might be like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Why is it this? Why isn't that? Because like deep down. And I think that part of you that doesn't know that as the nodes move through Scorpio and the south node drains out all the fucking, you know, uh, sexual assault or but we get it crap from the media and from pop culture your who remains as like a true Scorpio heroine it's a feminine sign take back mm -hmm. the feminine and it's like the power structure is about to change totally we're feeling the pimple about to emerge from the skin of of this Scorpio pop that's about to happen and you're also a Taurus moon which means that your values your ideals ultimately that everybody has enough money to be comfortable and pretty that's like literally your platform yeah that uh, is uh that is what we are working towards. So you're in. Good.
Well, I think Kendall Roy would be, I think, I think Jeremy Strong would be into that. I really liked this other part that says, uh, in order for Jeremy to have his fantasy of meeting Al Pacino play out, he nearly bankrupted a hundred year old college theater company. Cause when he went to Yale, he really wanted Al Pacino to come and teach a master class. And he made all, I, I think it's hilarious. I think he's great. I think he's well, funny, funny guy. Oh, I don't know how I got off the topic before, but that's the, the other quote that actually mirrors it perfectly. Sorry. I got into the astrology. I was, you know, but the quote that no, mirrors fine. it is that in the article, Kieran is like, uh, Jeremy refuses to rehearse. And I think he will finish scenes and think it was really great. Like, he'll come over to me and be like, yo, man, that was so great in there. It felt like boxing. And Kieran was like, yeah, but, like, I don't like boxing. Like, it, it actually should feel like <laughs> dancing, which I thought was such a perfect, like, like, and again, now we get it, though, right? Like, Sca- Capricorn, Sun, Scorpio, Moon, he gets off on boxing, Yeah, like, yeah. he's physical and he's competitive, but that Scorpio Moon is, like, Right, he wants to do it in like a deeply psycho. Desi, my Scorpio co-host of Psycho Sunday, Psycho Mechanica, Psycho Mechanic, Psychological Mechanic is her handle. Because Scorpios, Scorpios, Scorpios are deeply calculating. They feel and they know. And so there's an underworld awareness that is starting to become visible. And what I want to tell you is, okay, so at the full moon, Venus is going to go retrograde on Christmas, which is Jeremy Strong's birthday. In retrograde, Venus- Wait, he's born on Christmas? Yes. What a psycho. Iconic. Yeah. And Venus, the goddess, I think Jeremy Strong is doing a sort of feminine, I think what people want him to do is a more linear, fearful, like I'm not saying don't rehearse, but you know, the best things we've created during this pandemic have not been because we've perfected them. They've been because we just show up and play. Like I do get his case for improvising as an art. I just don't think he has the language for it. North Node and Gemini at the first degree. Let's actually make sure we're on the same page. I just think he has a more feminine approach. But yeah, at the end of the day, Kieran's like, I'd rather dance with you than box with you. Capricorn Scorpio, the conjunction of Venus and Pluto, the exact place where they meet these three times through March is in Capricorn. So for you and I, it also is affecting us in a big way. Because there's like this element of the divine goddess like waking up from the cage of from the underworld and being like, um, hello? You know, it's like they think like the girl's dead, they do the funeral and she's like, I'm here, I'm here. That's what's going on in Capricorn through March. Okay. And I think Jeremy is representing that energy. Because like you could argue that like he's sort of a narcissist, right? Like if you're like, wow, he like, he performs the scenes as if he doesn't care about how anyone else does it. This is yeah, how he, he seems- does it. Yeah, he has, seems to have no regard for other people at all. Right. But it is a private thing. It's, 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 you know, he's an artist being paid to do something. So they could not hire him. It is within his rights to say, yes, and here's how I work. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, do I think he's annoying to work with? Probably. If you like doing things a certain way. The reason we're talking about it now is because the article came out. I, I like bookmarked it. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. The reason I got curious is because all of a sudden this past week, as we build up to the full moon a bunch of actresses started standing up for him. That's how it came onto my radar. Oh, yeah. Jessica Chastain was was like, I think he's a great dad or what? You know what I mean? People, someone accused the New Yorker of humiliating him. And it's like, right. Okay, if you think that that profile was humiliating, you're telling on yourself. Well, that's the thing. You're saying that you think he's a loser. Same with Ben. If you heard that he was trash talking Jen and not just read articles that that was what was going on, but if you actually listened to what he said, he didn't say anything about her. And it's the exact same fucking thing. It's like if you're hearing Ben trashed his ex-wife Jen number two one in the press on Stern thing is like if you want to have an opinion on it then you need to listen to the whole interview first like that but should also, be the rule you couldn't just have an opinion who cares sure I mean, sure but well right right I mean who cares but it's but but here's why we care here's why we care because the way that we see one thing is everything right uh Bivon okay like it's like <laughs> I do like, still think it's I do still think it's selfish to think that you're trapped in a marriage and then be like pass out on your couch drunk and you know I, I would like you're to being re- a I good w- partner and a good parent if you're doing that of course of course but haven't you been an asshole in your life I certainly right have. exactly and- but that's what people were reacting to people were right, reacting right. to it triggers people who have had 
shitty dads. It triggers women who whose husbands have bailed out on their marriage. Like I just feel like maybe this is even a larger conversation just like about celebrity and that's part of what the South Node in Scorpio is going to have us discussing and possibly in the Space Trash podcast. Okay, yeah, we're available for your network sponsorship. Leave a review. But it's like, I feel like, did you listen to that podcast I sent you back in the day when they got back together and it was like the, it was like an investigational report on like his childhood experiences everything he's ever said about it and like he had a really alcoholic mean dad he turned into that guy he says it a lot I think the issue is is in the context of him saying something on Stern that reveals that he was not happy with his it is hurtful nobody wants to read in the press that your girlfriend now says that you have a small dick after you break up do you know what I'm saying but as somebody who is just talking and be and saying interesting shit when you write material where you reflect on your story not only are you only exactly right in that moment when you're saying it but also like, like that was the conversation I was having earlier this week. It's like, when I say things about things that are true for me, it's not because I'm trying to expose you. It's because I'm trying to express myself. And I think it's honest. I think a lot of people feel trapped in marriages. Yes, it's triggering for a lot of reasons. I just feel like, as a culture, we should get used to actually listening and contemplating and getting to know each other north node and gemini so last chance so well, last it's chance. also it's a really fraught time for celebrities to be complaining about first world problems because no one wants right. to hear it like right. we're in the midst of still this pandemic people don't have enough money people can't live so right. to hear this guy who's got everything you could ever possibly want in life complaining about how he hated being married to a gorgeous actress who also makes a shit ton of money and has three they have right. three kids together you're saying like the whole thing is anger inducing and whatever point of view people pick is just like the level that they're at in their conversation but like exactly, exactly. it's just upsetting because fuck you right it's just like and and i mean is it cool for him to open up about it? Yeah, I guess maybe there's some guy who feels like he's in a similar situation. Maybe that guy will hear what he said and say, hey, wait, actually, I can fix this. I don't have to pass out drunk from a bottle of scotch because I hate my family. But like the or because I hate my life. And or I think I don't think that's what he was saying. I think he was I think he was saying he was deeply conflicted because he loved his family, but he also felt trapped in his marriage and it wasn't the right marriage for him because ultimately Jen number one was the one yeah but also it's ultimately because he wanted to have sex with other people I'm sure no Which... I think on a soul level it's because he was he was um I'm trying to think of a fucking Jennifer Lopez song name reference he was real what was the movie that was so bad? Geely. Did you ever see it? Geely, yeah, no. But the thing is, I, I think that, like, people also are annoyed because most people who are trapped in marriages can't get out because they can't afford two houses or 100%. they can't, oh, like, afford child support. Like, Absolutely. And I think it's all of these things together. And I think it's fine to get annoyed at a rich person for that. I think it's okay. Oh, 100%. But, 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 but let me be clear. It's and not he's going to be fine he, and he's still going to have a career. But it's not because he talks shit about Jen. He wouldn't do that. And I believe that is all I'm saying. Uh, I disagree. I think it was, I do think it was careless to say that. Yeah, but see, this is the fight that I was in all weekend where it's like, at what point are we no longer bound to protecting your feelings at all costs? It's like, yeah, I've definitely said before, if I stayed with James, who I love very much, I would be a thousand pounds by now. He, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it was the, it has nothing to do with him as a person. I dated him for a really long time. I love him. But like, you know, at what point am I allowed to say I was on, I was crying in the shower every day? That's also true. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I think being mean by sharing my truth and my experience. Right. But that's a much more sympathetic way of putting it. I mean, he picked the wrong right, words right, and right. it's he fine that he said words. that. It's, it's fine that he said that. And it's okay that he feels that way. Right. And it's okay that people are going to react to it. You know, I think we that's can exactly all, right. Actually. Yeah. It's we like, can all talk think, about it. Yeah, it's like at the end of the day, that is why, again, why I think you you changed my opinion of pop culture. Because really, it's sort of just like the, you know, the, the conversation game talking point cards of the collective. It's like they're all entry points into just having a conversation about, you know, right. ourselves and about each other. It, right. It's, it's just an entry point. And that quote does sound like a guy who for no good reason whatsoever bailed on a perfectly good family. That's what it sounds like and that's why it triggered people. Whether that's the truth or not, that's the that's the conversation that it opened up and that's the wound that it opened up inside How of people. How interesting. I totally agree. I totally agree. And maybe that's where like it is astrologically kind of significant only because like I mean, there's so much. Like, his son is in Leo. There's no planets in Leo. Everything's against him in Aquarius, exploding what people think of the, the, the childhood narrative. Very good. But as the South Node is about to move into Scorpio, of which he and Lopez both are, 
Scorpio moons, their souls mm. are about to be exposed on a certain level. And I think he is inviting us to shift our beliefs if we really, as a collective, take the take the highest level lesson from it as far as I can see. But I think it's like we need to we need to just change the way that we are processing and communicating information because there is so much that is lost in translation that like um it's just creating more separate it's just like we could create understanding with each other but like because there is such a, a disconnect in the conversations we're talking about brandon or byron lol yeah. you know what right. i mean it's like we ha like that's crypto yeah, like we, why can't we just all have a big conversation, conversation. about all of our da collective daddy issues? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we get closer every day, I would say. We'll do a webinar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think also a big reason why people turned on him, I think the turning point was the back tattoo. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. It is cooler for him to say he was trapped on a marriage on Stern by a trillion than getting right. a phoenix tattoo on your back especially when you're like not like in good shape right that's why i don't have it's tattoos like, dude, i'm dude. like i'm not gonna be in shape forever i don't like like a tattoo on a not in shape body i'm sorry i've thought before of a life folding into my skin as an old person right also, i guess maybe they rub off they must rub off no your skin has to like, doesn't it? Doesn't your skin eventually like? Yeah, you have itself? to get them. You have to get them touched up so they don't fade. But yeah, I think some people can rock a tattoo. Tattoos in old age. Some people can rock tattoos no matter what shape their body is in. Some people just look cool as hell with tattoos. And either way, Ben doesn't. He looks bad, and a back tattoo, especially of that size, completely uncool. Yeah, and like me, I know that I wouldn't look cool with tattoos. I would look like I was trying really hard to be cool, and whatever tattoo I get would look like it was cool five years ago. I don't even wear color. I think we solved a lot of problems. I yeah, think I think all we're the, helpful today. All the Scorpios are on notice. I mean, I need to talk no. to Nick after this and be like, what little horrors do you have in store for me until when? When are the Scorpios out of the woods? Uh, I would say like June 2023. Jesus! Follow us on social media, Molly Walshine, Sarah Armour, The Moon You All Get your Space Trash merch, such good holiday gifts. I know, no one buys our fucking merch anymore. We yet, gotta try again. Yet. No, 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 it's, it's, we're having a rebirth, don't you fucking worry. We're having a rebirth, okay, the bye. power is trash. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and your rings. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.